Prepare yourself to invest a few minutes with the Make Each Click Count podcast to discover new details in how to accelerate your sales and profits while making sure you're getting the absolute most out of your online marketing dollars. Hosted by Andy Spiegel, who's been running paid click campaigns for his clients for 20 plus years. Join us and discover what's working today and start making each click count. Without further ado, here's the acclaimed author of the Make Each Click Count book series, the founder of True Online Presence, the founder of Make Each Click Count University, and the host with the most, Andy Spiegel. Welcome to the Make Each Click Count podcast. This is your host, Andy Spleichel. We are happy to welcome this week's guest to discuss today's topic, which is Google Insider Secrets from a former Google employee. Today's guest, she guest is a former Google employee and founder of Rise Marketing Group with over 14 years of digital advertising experience. A big welcome to Ben Lund. Hi, Ben. Hey, Andy. Thanks so much for having me. You know, we're excited to, excited to join us. Hope you're going to give us some good secrets on Google today. Oh, yeah. Well, I'll do my best. <laughs> no one right. really knows what's happening at Google. It's just a, probably three engineers, and that's about it. No, I'm just kidding. Well, you probably, I'm sure, more than most. How how long did you work there, and what was it like? Yeah, I worked there 2014 to 2018 and uh, in the Cambridge office, so where I, I'm stationed just right outside of Boston, and that's where Rise Marketing Group is based out of. Um, but yeah, I was there 2014, 2018. It was a great experience. I mean, I've been in the space for a long time. I worked primarily at large companies. So like Yahoo back in the day in the mid two thousands, when people didn't Google, they Yahooed, uh, I was there and then an ad agency. And then eventually I landed at Google. I got just a referral and I'm like, well, shoot, I love marketing I can't turn down Google. And I was there you know, a lot of really positive things, um, a lot of positive things about their culture, how they train people um, and treat people. And it was a great experience. But I mean, really, the main reason why I left is I always just had a itch, a, which turned into a desire to jump into entrepreneurship and just kind of start my own thing. So I remember it must have been late 2000 aughts, like 2008, 2009. But I toured the yahoo campus and that's you know okay. yahoo was it is prime and it was it was filled with ping pong tables and foosball tables and and they just had taylor swift actually had just given them a concert like the week before to just the employees but was google like that or was 2014 15 was it more of a, a normal corporate environment yeah no google definitely had excellent amenities for employees like insane um yeah it was so they just you know they re really rewarded people to be in the office and there and like to make it easy for people to come to work so they catered they catered towards the employees for breakfast lunch dinner um i never took advantage of this but there's like nap pods that you can nap pods there's um yeah pretty much anything they just made it very easy to get to campus and stay on campus. And it's, I mean, I'm sure there's tons of data, I mean, behind this on why they did it, just because morale was better, they're in the office more, they collaborated better. Um, 
so yeah, no, they did that. But you know, Yahoo back in the day was an awesome organization to work for as well. They were a behemoth. I know they're just like raking in money, I'm sure. Um, just because they had so much visibility and market share of just like online traffic, not just search, but all their properties back then, sports, finance, and even today, they have a pretty solid network. It's not a Google, but you know, they're finding they have like their own niches that they focus on more on content creation. Right. Now, as an agency owner myself, I mean, I get calls all the time from from Google employees, I guess they're Google employees, recommending things for me to do with my client's Google Ads account. Yes. Who are these people? Are they Google employees? <laughs> <laughs> because uh, it know, seems like a lot of time they don't know what they're talking about. Um, yes, I would agree. So... Let me set the table is there are great Google employees and of great course. Google account reps. Absolutely. And had our fair share of them. Um, hopefully when I was at Google, our clients would say the same about myself. But then, you know, on the flip side of it, you know, sometimes, you know, I hate to say, but like Google is contracting out help. So a lot of some people that reach out to you, they're not actually even a Google employee. They're just a contractor of Google. And they have KPIs and metrics to hit. And it's really important as an agency owner or business receiving these calls of what's motivating this Google rep. And is it investment or is it even just like opting into certain certain optimization metrics um, or enhancements that you have to hit, which sure may work really well for some businesses, but not the best for others. So anything that Google says take it with a grain of salt and the best Google reps are probably not out cold calling. Uh, they've been probably promoted within the organization and they really understand the customer, what their needs are and under, and then giving them a solution to hit, uh, to meet all their needs and their criteria. And then of course, ad spend will grow. But um, anyone who's listened to this gets lots of solicitation from Google just because they're calling from Google doesn't mean they have all the answers and are going to say, do the right things for you. At the end of the day, they're motivated by probably increasing your ad spend. And you just have to have that lens on why they're calling. Um, doesn't mean to dismiss it, but just don't just take everything like, oh, yeah, sounds great. This is amazing. And um, and just go on like that. Yeah, no, I mean, great point. And it, you know, I've had some some really good Google ad reps too, but you may, you had said, you know, the really good ones, it doesn't seem like they're very, they're very long. They're, they're promoted quick. And then, um, yep. yeah. now another one of my favorite things that Google does and, and listeners might not know this, but for ad agencies, they will actually reward ad agencies for getting X amount of their clients to accept these optimizations mm -hmm. or, or those optimizations and those points can be accepted by ad agencies for different gifts, different Google merchandise, et cetera. Now, as an agency owners, what what's your thought about those recommendations that Google gets? Yeah. And, and do you even pay attention to, to earning reward points or anything like that? Yeah, I mean, reward points doesn't really motivate us that much. It's more if a recommendation makes sense for our clients, we're going to do it. It's actually funny. We have a decent amount of ad spend under management, but I feel like our point balance is, I don't know, maybe we're going to get a hat this quarter. <laughs> it's not that, I don't know, it's not that uh, mind-blowing. It's not like a, a hefty um, 
contribution or like, hey, congrats, you just won a $5,000 gift card to Amazon or something. Well, they wouldn't give it to Amazon. Maybe $5,000 worth of Google clicks. I don't know. Um, but what I focus on instead is one thing I really do like is partner status that Google gives out. So earlier this year, we achieved a premier partner status which I was pumped that we got just because that, and they factor that based off of ad spend as well as, um, as well as just optimization scores. And for me, that's the, and for our team, that's the most fulfilling because that's like stamp of approval. These guys know what they're doing. And again, I'm not going to just accept every recommendation gives to me, but it's, you have to achieve certain level of scores and ad spend. And for anyone who's seeking an agency, they probably look at one of those things like, okay, they're pretty, they seem legit by that. So not as much motivated by any products that they give out just because it hasn't been that tangible for us, but I like the, um, just the part, the premier partner status that they, that they give out. Now, how do you and your team go about evaluating Google's best practice optimization. I mean, for listeners who are inside the Google account, they might see that optimization score that Google gives. But how do yeah. you guys how do you guys evaluate what are what recommendations will help an account and what might yeah. just increase spend? Yeah. So as uh, for any of the listeners out there that's looking at their score, and let's say it's fifty percent, they're like, "Oh no, I'm doing awful. Like my account's tanking because Google's giving me a fifty percent." Doesn't mean your account's tanking, and you could have a very fine optimized account with a twenty percent optimization score as long as you know what you're doing. But you know, within the recommendations tab in Google, it's always suggested and, and recommended, even on our behalf, is just to go into it every every couple of weeks, take a look at what Google's saying, but then again, have that lens of, is this right for my business? So for example, if you have an ad campaign and volume isn't an issue, but efficiency is an issue and making things convert and Google's like, add more broad key match keywords, that's not going to be the recommendation for you because you don't need more traffic. You're just trying to hone in and maximize efficiency in terms of cost per lead or cost per customer. And so when you go through those recommendations, it's good to go through, dismiss what's not applicable for you. And sometimes they might show some things like maybe different ad assets or extensions that you should be adding or different automated bidding. So for example, if you have conversion tracking and you're doing manual bidding, yeah, maybe you should opt, opt into maximize conversions, but you know, you really do need to know the platform. And I hate to say this, but like in and out, when you're going through these recommendations, because unless if you've been doing this a long time, unfortunately with one button click can make or break a campaign. <laughs> like yeah. it's, it's silly, but I'm sure you've seen that all the time of for sure. even a bidding change will just make a campaign awesome or just like, no, you blew it up and <laughs> game over. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. You know, and for us a lot of times, well, not a lot of times, but it's happened where a client will look at those recommendations who's not really touching anything and make the changes or a Google rep will call them and they'll make changes that will yeah, that's the worst. Um, negatively affect and quickly, negatively and quickly impact. Very fast. Oh, I've had many conversations, even like a text of like, oh my gosh, what's happening with Google? And, um, you know, it's because um, a client just um, hit one too many buttons that Google is suggesting and, um, you know, it happens, but thankfully for any professional 
can go and diagnose like, oh, what went wrong here? Okay, let's just pull it back a little bit and get back on track. So it's good to always look at those recommendations, but have it with, review it with your agency partner. Um, and just like with someone who, who understands who understands Google. Now for a company, what have you seen for those managing accounts themselves or, or some of the, the key mistakes that can be made and, and how can they be avoided? Yeah, so anyone who's listening, the best thing that you can do for your ad account is making sure your tracking is ironclad. So have the pixel on the site, have Google Analytics connected, make sure you have these conversion events set up. If there's revenue that's assigned to each um, conversion event, even better. It's one of the best things that you can do because then it enables automated bidding and you can see how much you're spending, what the return is, and then even use the algorithm to bid to a certain return on ad spend if your um, account is large enough to do that. That's one of the things I would recommend. And I see so frequently accounts that we take over and I'm sure you do as well. Clients, they just get lazy or they just didn't know and they're just driving traffic to a page or maybe they're tracking half the conversion events and you really have to take the time and you know it, it gets technical. And for anyone who, if it's a small business that isn't sure if they set it up correctly, paid developer who knows what they're doing, a couple hours of their time set it up right. And that is going to be one of the biggest things that you can do for your campaign. If not, you're you're just kind of gambling with money is what you're doing. Great advice. Yeah, that's great advice. Now, we recently launched a couple of your courses, um, Google Ads, AdWords course taught by a former Google employee and SEO for small business course within Make Each Click Count University. For listeners, what do these courses include and what can someone gain from taking one or or both of these courses? Yeah. So Google Ads for Beginners, I started recording these courses right when I left Google, 2018. Now this content isn't that old. Every year I refresh the content because the Google Ads continues to update and makes enhancements. So Google Ads for Beginners, as the name alludes to, is just for whether the college student, small business owner, or someone who's just looking to get into the field of marketing and want to have some level of baseline. I just go through and walk through account setup, what to do, what not to do. Again, uh, success can be based off of just one button you click or you don't click. So if you click, if you're operating at Google Ads Express, uh, that's a big no-no, um, which is usually the default when you set up accounts. But I walk through how to set up an account for success, how to get Google ad credit. Like there's a $500 Google ad credit right now that you can find and append to your account, how to create search campaigns, display and video, and then share my screen of how I look at accounts when optimizing. But it's very much for the beginner, not the advanced, but someone who just wants to get at it. And then also the other course um, recently published, SEO for Small Businesses, it's again, targeting for that small business owner or someone who's going to own marketing for that small business and how to get them to achieve higher ranking on Google. I try to demystify it as much as possible and break it down to three core strategies that we do for our clients and it's proven to work, but you have to be consistent at it. So it's really, these courses are for the beginners and really just to make it very approachable and understanding how you can be visible on Google ads in a profitable way. And then also um, with organic search. Now the Google ads course, so it goes into search, 
display and video. Correct. Yep. But but not shopping. Not shopping. Actually, I add Performance Max, which uh, for anyone who's knows Google Ads, shopping is pivoting into Google or Performance Max, and there's a strong uh, intersection right there. So not as much shopping. So if you are an e-commerce retailer, you can watch it for some of the basic search account setup, but that would be another great course to watch for shopping, which I know you have on your academy. Now, if I was a, if I am a business owner and I wanted to start advertising on Google, but my thought is, well, I'll just hire somebody to to run it or or launch it under Google recommendations. Why is it important to really know Google before you do that as a business owner? You have to know, you have to know Google and, you know, you can definitely hire someone, but making sure that they're qualified, ask references, uh, maybe they come from a past agency. So that's some side of credibility. Um, but don't just hire a body to be like, oh, I just hired someone because, you know, they like marketing and they can figure it out. If they don't have experience in Google ads, I would say a couple years of experience, they're going to figure it out on your dollar. Unfortunately, that's just what's going to happen. Um, so just make sure that you're hiring someone who really knows it. And for a lot of small businesses, it makes sense to hire an agency because otherwise you're going to pay full-time employee and the costs associated with that with well, that's significantly higher than hiring an agency where the, the knowledge uh, behind the agency is significantly higher and the cost is lower, but you just have to be confident on who you're bringing in to manage these accounts. Cause I've seen so many accounts just go or transfer to us. that just, there's no strategy and it's just kind of a mess. You know, this would be an interesting test that I don't know if anybody would ever do maybe a fake account where somebody, but what if you just open an account that had traffic and accepted every single one of Google's recommendations. Man. <laughs> <laughs> what you know, do you, think, how do you think that would look? I would love to do a simulation on that. And that would be such a fun YouTube video. And I bet you would probably spend a million dollars within three months. <laughs> yeah. <truly. laughs> I think like, I, I think because Google would be like, oh, you're hitting your budget caps, increase button, oh, add these broad match keywords, add this, add this, add this. And I swear, like, it'd just be compounding. I think if there's a simulation out there, if anyone wants to set that up, that would be a really interesting test just to see what happened if you just click accept, accept, accept. You're like that little bird. Accept, yeah, I, mean, I was just thinking that now. I could see that Google would recommend you upping budget and keep going to maximum clicks for recommendations. Oh yeah. And then opt into this, that, that it would be, <laughs> it would actually be really funny. I would, I would, I'd be happy to run that test and uh, that'd be pretty entertaining. Now, if you had a, a magic eight ball, um, where do you see Google going over the next 12 to 18 months, especially with AI, such a big thing going right now? Yeah. AI is everywhere. Google's rolling that out. I mean, Google's been practicing AI for years and even I'm sure years even before that, because even automated bidding is all machine learning in yeah. AI and predictive intelligence. And Google rolled that out probably in 2000, I don't know, mid 2000 teens, 14-ish timeframe. And at that time it was okay. And then it just got better and better. Everything's going to automation. And so as a marketer, it's even that important. It's even that important to make sure your conversion tracking set because 
inputs in is going to factor into better inputs out. And so you're just, you're feeding the machine. You're feeding the machine proper inputs. How are these ads working in terms of conversions or uploaded customer lists? Also, you're feeding it with some really good branded assets. So copy, headlines, descriptions, video, you're, you're feeding it. And then you're just kind of managing the machine. So it's really interesting. Like a lot of people could say, oh, agencies are going to be dead in five years. AI is going to take over. It's actually, you need even, you definitely need an agency now more than ever because you're running like this, almost like a Lamborghini. You need to know how to run this AI machine that's going to power your business. And if you don't understand how the AI works, it could, by clicking on those recommendations, you're going to be spending a million in no time. I don't know if that's true or not, but um, yeah, AI is uh, where it's going to go. So it's all about feeding the machine and understanding the algorithm in terms of ads management. Now, what advice would you give someone just starting an e-commerce business opposed to an e-commerce business doing well or relatively well, a little bit further down, maybe doing 2 million a year or so? Yeah, definitely. So just starting off an e-commerce business is just to kind of like temper expectations because anyone who starts that e-commerce business like, oh, everyone's going to love my product. It's going to be the best thing ever. going to get so many customers. And that's not always the case. And it's really, you're not focused on scale. You're focused on, do I have a good product? Do customers like it? And is there an audience for that? And one of the best ways that you could tell by that is just by looking at your conversion rates early on before you even think about scale, are you at a sufficient conversion rate? Are people who are exposed to your site interested in the product and are they happy with it? Then a couple of years later, once you start scaling on the flip side of it, then, then you're not really concerned of, is this a viable product and is there a niche and market for this? Then you're all about scaling. What, what can you do there? So the conversations are totally different and that conversation is all about forecasting, looking at where your audience is, top performing channels and things like that. But when you're just starting, it's almost like just prove out the concept before you have big ambitions of scale and things like that. Hello there, this is Andy. I wanted to take a quick break from the show and talk to you for just a minute about the new golden ticket program that I've introduced inside Make Each Click Count University. I know it sounds fancy, right? But what's the golden ticket all about? Each month, Members of Make Each Click University receive a golden ticket that they can use to access any of our certified courses. Certified courses include courses on Facebook, Google Ads, Pinterest, SEO, and more. Look, if you are looking to grow your business by either adding a new marketing channel or by optimizing an existing marketing channel just like an expert, then this program is for you. Perhaps you're looking to train someone on your team or you're looking for a career in digital marketing. Well, Either way, this program is the program you've been waiting for. In addition, when you become a member to Make Each Click County University, you'll get immediate access to all of our in-house courses, timely training videos, access to all three of my books, and access to our monthly mastermind meeting. All this at a recently reduced price. So go on over to www.makeeachclickcountuniversity.com for all the details and sign up. I guarantee it's going to be the best decision you make today. Now, back to the show. Now, as you've grown your own agency, have there been any business books out there that you could attribute to your journey? Um, that is a really good question. There's not one in particular. I am a, I do love reading a, a lot about business and marketing. I would say there's not really one in particular that's like, oh my gosh, this is what I'm basing our agency from. So unfortunately, I'm going to give you kind of a lame answer there that I don't really have anything, but 
it's all about just kind of keeping your antenna up. So whether you're getting information from books, YouTube video, client, business partner, podcast host, you know, keep your antennas up because you never know when that next good idea is going to come and then try it out. Does it, does it fit right? And does it feel well? So let me ask you, what inspired you to create your courses? Yeah, you know what? I just felt like I had a ton of knowledge gained over the years and especially from Google. And I felt there's a lot of people that could use it. And again, the courses that I create is much more for the beginner. And I just wanted to demystify it, make Google ads approachable. And um, yeah, that's really why I did it. And to date, I think we were almost at 10,000 students. Now this is over the course of four or five years. Um, and this has been posted on another platform in the past, and I'm really glad to have it on yours, but feedback's been really good. And, um, and you know, sometimes we even get clients from it and that's not why I did it, but we get clients who are like, Hey, took the course. And they'll even truthfully say, it's like, your course is awesome, but I just realized I'm not going to have time to do all this myself. Cause I never knew what actually goes into managing Google ads. And they're like, actually, could you help us out? And, um, we've gotten a, a few clients, just from that. For sure. Now, besides the course um, and keeping the course updated, what else do you occupy your time with? Yeah, so courses and then running, um, yeah, Rise Marketing Group. That is the the main job that I have. And, um, you know, staying on top of all, all the changes of the industry and then figuring out focus areas for, our agency and how we're delivering satisfaction to our clients. So yeah, majority of the time is running uh, running Rise Marketing Group. Great. And how can an interested listener learn more about, about you? Yeah. Uh, check out our website, just Google Rise Marketing Group. Um, there are a couple of Rise Marketing Groups of, ver- or excuse me, Rise Companies of various industries. So just make sure you Google Rise Marketing Group will pop up number one. And um, yeah, if anyone's interested in chatting, Click on our contact page, fill out lead form. Happy to have a conversation. And of course, um, anyone's interested in taking one of these courses. Um, yeah, Andy, you can share where to find that. For sure. Well, this has been great. Is there anything else you'd like to add before we wrap it up today, Ben? Um, no, I really do appreciate this. This has been fun. All right. Well, thanks for joining us again today. Thanks. For listeners, remember, if you like this episode, please go to Apple Podcasts and leave us an honest review. And if you're looking for more information regarding connecting with Ben, you'll find the links in the show notes below. And if you're interested in becoming certified in Google Ads or SEO, check out his courses, Google Ads, AdWords course taught by a former Google employee, and SEO for small business course. You'll find information on those courses and all other courses at www.makeeachclickcountuniversity.com. In addition, if you're looking for more information on growing your business, check out our podcast resource center available at podcast.makeeachclickcount.com. We have compiled all of our different past guests by show topic and included each of the contact information in case you would like more information on any of the services I have discussed during previous episodes. Well, that's it for today. Remember to stay safe, keep healthy, and happy marketing. And I'll talk to you in the next episode. This has been the Make Each Click Count podcast. 
Remember, those that want to make more sales and profits online, listen to this podcast. The ones that want to discover how to do it faster, invest in themselves and their business through Make Each Click Count University. Join our private Make Each Click Count Facebook group or send us an email to info at makeeachclickcount.com. We want to know who you are and any questions that you may have regarding online marketing. 